Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I am Lucy Sassel. And I am Olivia Taylor. <laughs> wow, so soothed. I mean, to be honest, I do feel incredibly soothed as we have just uh, done a little uh, meditation, haven't we? We've done a five minute guided meditation, mm, haven't we? Mm. Ahead of the pod. Stunning. We just yeah. like to feel zen and relaxed coming into this. Yeah, I do. And uh, we were also like discussing politics, which is why we needed to do it. Yeah, we not, had a very stressful politics chat. Not that we disagreed, just because it's stressful. To no, talk it about. was just stress. It was just yeah, it was a, a stressful time. So Olivia was like, you know what we all need, and all being us two, mm. <laughs> a lovely five minute guided med- vegetation meditation. Yes, <laughs> and it was lovely. And I so two things that mm. I wanted to say off the back of that was that number one, I think that they should do them at the end of televised political debates because oh, great idea. I think it's probably like the best use of the last five minutes. Right. Well, you should just get into the scheduling booth mm-hmm. and uh, just put one in. The scheduling booth. <laughs> yeah, that's where you were. <laughs> scheduling booth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, probably could, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll I'll suggest that to the powers that be. Yeah, great. And the second thing was in the meditation app, um, app in the five minute meditation. You know when the guy was like, um, saying like, imagine that you're like in this bath, like being soothed. Yeah. Well, you know all I could think about no. <laughs> was um, you know that bit in Xena Warrior Princess where her and Gabriella <laughs> are in the bath. <laughs> Well, if that's not meditation, then I don't know what is. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that with yeah. the group. Oh, great. Yeah. So we're feeling lovely and soothed this evening. Um, yeah. how, how's your week been? Um, yeah, it's been very nice. Um, wanted to, again, give a shout out to Sophie, who was our guest last week. Sophie Galpin, I hope that you have enjoyed that pod. It was really nice to have her on here yeah. about all of the exciting things that she has been doing um yeah i've like caught up with some friends this week i saw my friend from london ate a lot of pasta oh lovely what uh, kind of pastas you have that was nice the orecchetti oh, one yummy lovely. there's the little ears oh i love them little ears yeah They're me so too. like chewy mm. in such a satisfying way very satisfying <laughs> um have you ever tried I, I guess I would know this, but um, I keep being advertised. And by the way, if you want to sponsor the podcast, then that's fine. Um, the th- that <laughs> absolutely pa- fine by that us. pasta evangelists. Oh yeah, the like mail order pasta. Is yeah, that what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never done it. I, obviously, you would know if I'd done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. I've, but I've, I've, I have definitely been advertised it a thousand times. Mm. My only problem with it is that, like, you know, like. Um, you'd need to be like at home to get it or whatever i guess you could get it to work but then it needs to really go in a fridge doesn't it probably because it's fresh you know well, yeah. like i just would worry it'd about probably that be all right all right for a bit maybe it comes in like some kind of like cool maybe thing yeah i don't know because how would pe- how do people do it with like gusto boxes and hello fresh and stuff it's just the same as that like downstairs yeah you're right literally there's like a thousand like on a monday it's like a thousand hello fresh and gusto really? boxes just like in the lobby and oh, it's really? like welcome to this oh my apartment god that block. is so this apartment it's <laughs> <laughs> very telling yeah it is um but yeah it's just something i've been thinking about so if you have 
ordered any pasta from Pasta Evangelist, let me know if it is good. And also, if you are Pasta Evangelist, please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And also, we don't necessarily need money. We just want the pasta. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take cash in the form of spaghetti. Mm. 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 So mm. how has your week been? Yes, very nice. Um, I haven't done much, but I went home for like a nice weekend of just hibernating, getting into more festive spirits, watch some terrible Christmas films. Pray tell. Yeah. <laughs> any um, any any ones that I haven't watched. Right, so me and my mum really like Mrs. Miracle. Have you seen Mrs. Miracle? Is that the one which is like the old lady one? Yes, it's yeah. the one with the mum from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, Everybody Loves Raymond! <laughs> yes, so the last time I watched that was with Sophie, okay, like when yeah. they still lived in the house yeah. in Kew. Yeah. And it was years ago and then I went to do like some Christmas things or something. Yeah. And then I like specifically like didn't get my earlier train back because I wanted to watch that. Yes. <laughs> so we watched Mrs. Miracle number one, which was like great, but our favourite one is actually Mrs. Miracle 2, oh. which is really fucking great and okay. it's better than Mrs. Miracle 1. But we have not watched oh. that yet, so we're saving that. Hot Hey. Yeah. So watch that. Does um, it still have everybody loves Raymond's mum in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she is Mrs. Miracle. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought she might have like passed the baton. Or no, something. no, 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 no. Um, yeah, just absolute five star garbage. Garbage. Um, and when I say five star, I mean that's the channel it's on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just had a nice um, oh, cold sort of festive weekend in the country it was very nice and relaxed and i felt like i needed to do some hibernation before these next two weeks uh well two to three weeks of absolute like ten thousand things before christmas yeah, so festivities yes so i feel rejuved um what are you living along for this week well i am living for watching all those films um and uh just watching many many more i want to really you know dive into the christmas spirit this uh season put up my christmas tree yesterday um oh, well not not even put up but and this is actually this is what I'm living for is that we've got to t- bring in the Christmas tree from the balcony because it survived a whole year. Yeah, mine survived a whole year. Yeah, I'm and bringing I'm it so pleased. Bringing it back from my mum's this oh, weekend. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, because yeah. like we bought one the year before and it just died. Like because we had that really really hot summer and I think mm. it just couldn't survive it. But this one has survived all year. Bought it in. It just felt really nice to like just have the same one. Me and me and my little sister decorated last night. And then we lit it up and we were like, oh, that's nice. Cause no. it's nice to have nice things sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah living for that because it just feels nice and cozy and warm in the flat um and i am longing for the um festive feast at the sydney street cafe which we are going to tonight when this podcast comes out yes that is my longing for as well great good i should have asked you (laughs) (laughs) we can both be longing for it um yeah so they are putting on a great festive feast which i mentioned at the top of last podcast um and it should be a really nice time just doing some cute bits with nice friends and stuff and meeting some new people be cute um so what are you living along for well longing for that oh yeah um i've just said it but um also i am living for moona our little Brucey bonus gig this week that we'd all forgotten about. Um, we'd all like collectively neglected to put it in our diaries, and it just go, it just really showed me that like how much I rely on the iCal. Like if it's not yeah. on the iCal, it's not happening. You're not knowing. You're not knowing. You're not being there, are you? No. Yeah. No. Um, yes, we're going to see Moon on Thursday night, aren't we? And um, yeah, <laughs> our um, friend was like, "Oh God, we all forgot about it." Blah, blah blah. Like, why did we get these tickets? And I was like, "Don't ask me," because I was literally driving to Margate when you were like, "We're going to." Moon! And I was like, are we? And you're like, yeah, we're going to Mona. And then, so then we just went. So um, yeah, so that should be a nice time. So Olivia, have you been consuming anything delectable this week? 
Well, I have been consuming Trixie and Katia's new Netflix show right. that is on YouTube um, for Netflix. New Netflix show on YouTube. Yes, like Netflix's YouTube <laughs> channel. I'm sorry, I just had a so old then. <laughs> a new, a what? A Netflix on YouTube? <laughs> Tell me again. <laughs> um, yes, so I'm watching that and it's on YouTube, but on Netflix's YouTube channel. And it's basically like, Gogglebox, but okay. just like them, yeah. Um, reviewing like the new stuff that's landing on Netflix. So they okay. opened with like The Crown, um, okay. which obviously I loved. Like the conflation of like Trixie, Katya, and The Crown was just too much to bear for me. And um, but they're also doing like really like hilarious things, like all the like really shit Christmas movies that have been commissioned for oh, Netflix. God, I love so them. like The Night Before Christmas, K N I G T. Wait, K N I G H T. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Child genius. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, which we have to watch. We have to do it. And we've said it on the pop we need to watch Let It Snow as well. So that's a great double bill coming up. Coming okay. our way. Well, we'll Somehow have to. Somehow we'll squeeze it in. I'll probably just <laughs> take, I'll have to take the day off, to be honest. And they'll be like, oh, you're 23 nice. So I'm like watching that before Christmas and uh, Let It Snow on Netflix. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we do need to do that um, for Christmas bits. So um, I've been watching that and really enjoying that. Um, also, I, I know we like talk about it every so often, but I really need to give a shout out. It's probably like a couple of weeks late now, but I need to give a shout out to all of the Thanksgiving content on Bon Appetit. Oh, so good. Want it just. So good. I, I only just started watching. I've watched like only a tiny bit of like the first one. But um, yes, no, absolutely wonderful. Oh, bon appetit. I just, we love you so much. I feel like I like really know them. Oh yeah, that's what's so good about it. Is it, you feel like it's like, they're nice like friends of yours that yeah. are just having a good time. And they're like doing- It's sad th- you've not, not been invited, but yeah. it's all right. Yeah. And then they're just like doing things and I'm just like, typical Molly Bars. <laughs> from like watching some people do something i know so, it's yeah, like oh good. well of course there's a caesar salad there it's molly um, <laughs> <laughs> um so i really enjoy that and if you um like anything to do with cooking and just nice cute huns watch that um and they just like care so much they do and i love that yeah i love it's an earnestness that we can approve of yeah definitely because it's like about the important things in life yeah, food, food. So yeah, into that a lot, and have, I watched all of that, and then they do like a big like summation episode where they make like the best Thanksgiving dinner ever, right? Yeah, and like whatever your feelings are about Thanksgiving, which I know is like rooted in a lot of shit. Yeah, um, it's still like just nice to know how to make nice food. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that, and also I watched. Hmm. So I wouldn't really say this is a recommendation. Mm. It's more just like um, a cautionary tale. Yeah. So I watched um, the first episode of the new um, Dolly Parton eight-part um, series on Netflix. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I read something about that ages ago. I've forgotten that that was the thing. So, yeah, right. Okay. So it's called Heartstrings. Okay. So I've, I've, got, I've got two Dolly things to talk about this week. Oh, great. So it's called Heartstrings and it's kind of like um, mini sort of teledramas um, that are like self-contained and each one is based on one of her like more famous songs. Oh, okay. So it's just literally like taking the premise of a song and then like making it into a Like thing. a mini film. Oh my God. Jolene. Well, Jolene is the first one, yeah. and that's what I watched. Honestly, so like the thing is, I feel like if I watched it with you, we'd probably watch all of them and like really enjoy ourselves. But it would be really bad, like because they're awful. Oh, oh, they're just bad. They're, so they're terrible. Bad. Oh, so bad. Oh, like so oh, no. bad. The premise is good. Like imagine, like most, like imagine, imagine 
the vibe of a Christmas film, but just not Christmassy. Mm, no. Just yeah. a Channel, Channel 5 sit-down movie of the year. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you can watch them with mates, then they're usually fine. But if you're just trying to watch that on your own, I can know. It's just no. a waste of your time yes, for like solitary absolutely. entertainment. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, what shame. So I watched the Jolene one, and um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, if you're looking for <laughs> something to just be like lol, lol in a group, maybe that's the thing for you. On the other hand, on the complete other end of the spectrum, have you listened to Dolly Parton's America, the podcast? No. Oh my god. Do it. What do is it this? Now. So it's this I don't new... even know about it. Right. So I think it maybe came out like a month ago or something. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I came into it and there's already been six episodes and a bonus. And I think there's maybe a couple more to go um, left over the next couple of weeks. And it's all about Dolly Parton. And it's, it's really like, it's using dolly parton and it's kind of like it's a documentary about her but it also like speaks to wider issues in america and as an artist she has um the most diverse range of fans and that like she's like really like 50 percent republican 50 percent democrat and how does this one person like she's like the single like entertainment unifier Mm. and like why is that and sort of really they go quite deep into the statistics of it they speak to loads of different people and also her demographic has massively changed from the first I guess like 25 years of her career where um she was more popular with like 50 year old men up and now she's more popular with like the sort of 16 to 34s like the younger end and she's like completely flipped her demographic on its head the older she's gone right and it's kind of like how is she doing that how is she appealing to a younger demographic when like there's so much you know there's so much more for like youth culture than there ever has been why they're gravitating towards her and like it really like goes in deep of like what is it about her character and the way that she kind of behaves and her like unique outlook on life that means that this can be a thing that exists in such a unique way and um it does follow her around they get like access to a lot of her um family people in her life and obviously dolly um and it's just great yeah that sounds so good i love dolly parton and like that all sounds incredibly fascinating like a great i love things where it takes like one thing and then explores the whole of like culture around it and Mm. like how that fits in with like ever-changing times and stuff and like how it how it can be used as like a pinpoint for certain bits or whatever through history i find that interesting so that sounds good well this could like not be any more perfect for you then i would gonna listen to it soon to get home yeah highly recommend it and it's really really well produced and the last episode that i believe that is available is like a bonus episode where it takes all of the music that you get little snippets of throughout the whole um podcast series and plays you like longer versions of things so in one of them they do like um a remix of um of jolene right and they like play that and there's this um well anyway i'll leave it to you to listen to but um it's really good yeah. and i think there's only a couple left but you could go in now and run through like the first sort of six or seven yeah. that thing that you said about like um how like young people uh like her demographics sort of switching to young people and stuff like that mm. it like made me think the other day of how i think there are like certain bands or like um artists or whatever that like are permanently loved by like the an e- a certain age or whatever so right. like you get to a certain age and then you're like oh yeah i like i like this band now whatever which i feel is very much the case for fleetwood mac 
So oh, I was okay. like, so like recently I've like just been listening to way more Fleet. You know, I know Fleetwood Mac, obviously, yeah. whatever. Like if you're like, like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, I feel like I was like, oh, right. And now I've reached the age where I'm into Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Like, I think like that is such a thing. And I do think that that is the case with some artists that like maybe what they sing about and like how the the life experience that's shown through the songs is like, uh, you know, can be reflected in certain ages and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So that, that that just links well to Dolly. That is interting. I was listening to Fleetwood yeah. Mac this week. Well, exactly. Well, of course you were. You're staring down that barrel. I know. <laughs> yeah. And also, that is another thing that I'm living longing for, yes. but that will come a little bit later yeah. on. Mm. She's getting old, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, I also, um, when we were talking with um, Sophie last week, we were sort of looking to do a bit of an of a end of year roundup, even though we're a few weeks off. Yeah. But obviously, you know, um, we record this a little bit early, so this will go out kind of mid-December, I guess. Um, and Dazed have released an article about um, the words that have been released by um, dictionary.com to be kind of like the words to reflect the zeitgeist of 2019. Ah. And um, I thought it was really interesting. So they say the words that are meant to reflect the zeitgeist of 2019 um, are here and it's all a big grim mood. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So some of the words are existential, cancel culture, and climate emergency. So, um, yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I think <laughs> it annoys me when people say, like, the word of something is this, and then it's two words put together. Well, so it's like, okay, not, yeah. it's not a word, it's like a phrase, okay, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but just don't say it's a word. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is not, I don't agree with it, but I'm adding it to my list. Uh, yeah, well, I think that that does... Um, I think that that does really pull this year into light, doesn't it? Mm. Existential, climate crisis, and what was the other one? Um, cancel culture. Cancel culture, right? yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, I, for one, feel that this, this year couldn't have gone any faster. And um, that is uh, down to both an existential... Uh, well, I would call it an existential crisis. So I've mashed two of those words together. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, those those seem like the right words. Yeah, would you would you have any other words that you'd like to add to the pot? Maybe not like in this negative mood. Maybe just like something else that you feel like you've been uh, using a lot. <laughs> oh, I've I've said that there are a few words, and actually, in doing the podcast, I've learned that there are certain things I say loads, mm. and every time I notice it, I then try to stop doing it, and then I I start to doing another one. But then you wouldn't be you. <laughs> I'm nothing if not consistent. Yes. <laughs> Even if it's consistently shit boring. But <laughs> um, at the moment, so I remember we first started the podcast, I said absolutely loads, which I still say quite a lot. I used to, I went, Do you? I, I, not so much, but I said it loads. Now I say honestly loads. I go honestly this, honestly that, right? Yeah. And also other words I've used this word, uh, sorry, other words I've used this year loads, which has definitely come in to the forefront of 2019 is the word wild yeah i say wild yeah, a lot that is wild yeah i say wild a yeah, lot what a wild ride mm. oh my god that's wild it's wild yeah i've said wild so much because wild is such a great catch-all yes it is and we really have had a wild year haven't we Olivia? we really have what what do i say a lot on the pod i don't know maybe i, I don't think you say as many things i think you're far more eloquent than me no yeah. <laughs> 
I know that I say like a lot, but yeah, that's but I what say everyone like a does. Lot too. Yeah, my uh, that reminds me when I was a teenager, my dad's favorite thing to do was say like back at me every time I said like. Yeah, my nanny yeah, used to do that to me. To be like, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be to like. <laughs> I can't not say it, but to highlight how much I said it. Yeah. So I'd be like, uh, and he'd be like, 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 and it used to drive me insane. Martin, for God's <laughs> sake! Please, Martin, just leave me alone. <laughs> So that is my bumper dolly recommendation for the week. What have you been consuming this week? So I've really just been plowing my way through season two of Pose. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, because obviously finally released in the UK. Very, very pleased about that. Um, So, I mean, obviously just been loving it. What a programme. So lovely. So good. And isn't it gorgeous that they have a bit more budget this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, For definitely. a few just like excursions. Yeah. Love it when um something gets renewed for a second series and they do an excursion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Absolutely. That. That's such a like, you, you're right. That, that is such a trope of a second season. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got a bit of money. We're going to go elsewhere. Um. So, um, yeah, I just think that, um, so there's going to be some spoilers in this or whatever. You watched it all, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, spoilers if you don't want to hear it. To be honest, I can't there. remember. You'll probably be jogging my yeah. memory. So obviously this season is now set in like the early 90s and is like mainly about like the HIV crisis yeah. um, in the community um, in New York. And like the, I, I just, I found it so... So obviously there's there's loads of people who are effective who are HIV positive in the in the show and it's all about like uh, act up and things that are happening around that time in real that happened in history and you know uh, uh, seeing that through the eyes of like the ballroom community um, I I thought that it was like incredibly uh, affecting when um, you have all this like that all these people have HIV. Um, um, sorry, have HIV and AIDS and the people are getting sick and people are dying and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you have Candy who dies from at the hands of like male violence. Yeah. And it's like, you're sort of led to believe that like, we're going to lose someone soon. Someone's going to die that's, soon. Do you remember when I mentioned it on the podcast and I was like, oh my God, this right, awful, yes, like, that's, that's what it was, really harrowing it? episode. Right, yeah, so Not like, an awful episode, but like, no, do you know no, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah, we're led to believe we're definitely losing someone soon, that a bunch of them are sick, that it's getting more and more prevalent, blah, blah, blah. And then out of the left field, someone gets killed by male violence yeah. from, like, do- doing sex work. Yeah. And, like, I just thought that that was such... It was such a great way of, like... um expressing all the different many threats that face the ball community in the 90s yeah. and like um and you know just communities of, of people who um do sex work and people who like uh were living at that time and like i i just thought that it was an amazing like way to come at that um rather than just like bringing it up a little bit and then it happened it just like was like oh she's dead and this is why yeah this is another thing that we have to deal with yeah um yeah so i'm really enjoying it um i i do think this season has taken on like especially with like the bits um so there was the episode where pray tell like goes to hospital he gets really ill mm. um and it took on you know it has like those like dream supernatural elements yeah which to me gave me a really like angels in america vibe yeah like you know sort of like more supernatural and dream sequency and yeah. like it's all a song and dance and like things like that and like, her like death episode was very like that yes yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah exactly so um i've still got a couple episodes to go okay so um i think i'm only on eight i think there's 10 mm. um so i am uh you know, I haven't watched it all yet, so I can't say every single bit that happens, but I've just seen the bit as well for like another like gut-wrenching moment where, um, so just found out that Ricky 
uh, is HIV positive yeah. and he tells Damon uh, and uh, you know it's really upsetting because you know their their like love story is like sad anyway and mm. sort of like a bit raw and then um, he just says the line I didn't mean to expose you and like I just I found that like really like hit me in a way that's like that's not something that you know, that's like such a weird way in a sense to like have to talk to people that you love and stuff like that like I didn't mean to expose you to like a disease yeah like that is like killing all of us yeah and it's it just really really hits home about how much of a uh how much of a threat and how much of a uh all-consuming issue that AIDS was in the in the 90s and like I just was and obviously it's just been World AIDS Day mm-hmm. um and I just felt very like uh like it's doing good work. The TV show really, really, really does a great job of uh, representing the community in that way, and that there's still so much to, uh, you know, fight for. And there's still like a lot of you know people who live HIV positive, etc., and stuff. And obviously, there's a way better. Uh, it's it's much better than it was, obviously, but there's still um, some way to go. So, yeah, no, uh, great, great second season. I'm very much enjoying it. Great. And uh, speaking of um, people who are doing a lot of great work around awareness of HIV is um, Jonathan Van Ness and they have made their debut as Cosmo's first non-female cover star. So did you see this? Yes, I did. How lovely. Wearing Siriano, my absolute favourite design. I feel like if I were a celebrity, all I'd want to wear would be be Siriano dresses because they're just amazing. It's just so... um funny to me that like like you, you know a designer name that that's the one that you would want to be like I, I'm, <laughs> that's just not, not something that's good out of my radar at just, all he's just this like delightful <laughs> queer man yeah that dresses basically all of the best people because yeah. he um will he dress he, lizzo yeah dresses yeah. lizzo but he dresses like loads of different kinds of bodies loads of different kinds of like gender representation and he started doing that at a time that like no one was doing it so I think that's kind of why I picked up on it a bit because like on Instagram and things you know when you like tap and it shows you like who it is or they'll say in like the bio and I just kept noticing like Siriano 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 and then I started like following him and like all of his designs are so beautiful and so unique but like they're all really different, but you just know instantly that it's him. Right, okay, yeah. And I just... Have the right style. I just love that, because it's like, you don't have to be a certain body shape to wear it, and you don't have to be... It doesn't have to be on a certain body shape or person for you to, like, know that it's one of his designs. That is that that is a strong brand, then, to be able to tell. A strong design nose from Siriano there. Yes. Um. So it says, um, it says on here that Van Ness um, was wearing a Christian Siriano peach gown paired with tube socks and trainers. And he'll be serving pre-limousine prom queen meets a sexy cult leader, <laughs> I assume, realness. So I love that so much. Yes. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a look that you would go for in life. Uh, thank you so much. Yes. yes. Um, that's something I say a lot as well. Thank yes. You, you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And or whatever. <laughs> What was, you said that was um, something I should put in my dating app profiles. I think it was, uh, we were in the car driving and I said, um, so I was just talking about this thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be, maybe we should go on a date or whatever. <laughs> Do you not think? I really don't think, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well. But fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, in theory, whatever. 
Also in fashion this week, um, Rihanna's Fenty label won the Urban Lux Prize um, at the Fashion Awards. She was presented the award by Janet Jackson. Izzy would have been scared. <laughs> scared and delighted. Yeah. She was a massive fan of Titillated. Music, also really scared of that one song that used to scare her. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what is it again? Which I one is she scared of? Is. It's um, about like, oh, maybe we'll meet in a bar. He'll but drive a but she loves car. that song now. But there was a time in her life where she was very scared of that song. And I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I cannot tell you why. It's her psyche, not mine. Yeah, well, kid, kids are weird, as we kids all know. Kids are weird. Um, well, were, you, were you like ever scared of something when you were a, a child that's like irrational? Um, well, I used to, well, when I was a child. Yeah. Because I used to have massive phobia of boats and big metal things. Oh yeah, yeah. I know about that. But that was like a, that was I was like older then. Uh, um, I, you know, I was like in my teens and early twenties yeah. until I got rid of it. Yeah. Um, and still now can't look at boats at a certain angle and get freaked out. But, <laughs> but I do, I do know what you mean though. Yeah, it, that's a bit. There's some sort of rationality there in the sense that people could be like, yeah, I can see why that would be. A like bit daunting they are and just horrid. too big. Yeah, they're too fucking big. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. No, I do get that. <laughs> um, I, I used to be scared of Hook. You know, from oh. the movie Hook. And I always used to think that, like, whenever I would, like, fall asleep, he would, like, come and get me. Oh, no. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit scary, actually. Yeah. Um, There's definitely... Well, no, yes, I used to be scared of, like, and this is... In, at the, You know, we talk about this podcast as in, in, the, in the realm, in the light of me just not liking it, but that's because it comes from me being scared of it when I was a child, and that is cartoons in real cinema like in real films yeah, yeah yeah so like your mary poppins fucking football scene or whatever is, is that the one with the football scene no that's bed knobs and broomsticks oh, whatever i don't care i hate it all um the <laughs> scene they, it used to scare me the scene in mary poppins is when they like go in the different world with like the penguins and stuff yeah same thing isn't it to mm. be honest yeah so <laughs> like yeah it, and it's because it used to scare me i think that like mix of worlds i was, was like not un- okay unsettling with. uncanny i don't like things that are uncanny mm. and um that was incredibly uncanny to me as a child so uh, and still is <laughs> so that's what we're scared of but there are some other things that we might be scared of but we don't like it's time for so lucy another week another i don't agree with it um we've talked about boats we've talked about um cartoons and real people is there anything else I don't, that agree, you don't with. agree with? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we've covered quite a few already this yeah, episode. It's the main basis. It's just the kind of silly mood I'm in <laughs> <laughs> this evening. But um, I do have one. Um, I do not agree with, right? This really gets my goat. Mm. Um, when people when they show texts in a movie or in TV, they show you like the screen of the text. Yeah. There's no prior text chain. Drives me oh, yeah. insane. Like it's so like, like fresh... established like it's like someone with their own husband. Yeah, or whatever. It's a husband or a boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> or like just a mate that they've definitely been texting yeah. a thousand times and you just get like uh, 7 p.m. tonight? Yeah, great, or whatever. I don't yeah. know. No prior yeah. text chain. So it's like, let, let me text my wife for the first time ever, ever. in our 15 yeah. year marriage to be like, see you later. I, I, I hate I hate it. It's oh my so good. So I, right. like I feel like it's such bad planning and that it would not be hard to just make it look good and also i love like when they do do it and you get to like if you like pause you see what the other messages are it's fun yeah. to see like how they've tried to create the character with yeah. the text yeah. i like that and i think it's really lazy to not do it so i do not agree with that that's a great one <laughs> i've seen it quite a lot recently i'm watching a lot of shit films okay. so i've just been like there it is again there it is again also i feel like that almost definitely happens in jolene 
Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. I kind of really want you to watch that, just that first one. I'll give it a go. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is what I do not agree with this week. Stop doing it. Get some people to do it. And what do you not agree with? Um, so what I don't agree with this week and for the rest of my life mm. um, are light boxes, decorative light boxes. <laughs> that is a very good one. Thank you. I also do not agree with them. Right, so... Um, yeah, Ooh. I hate them, <laughs> and they're the worst because it it always it always inspires a terrible quote, mm, and doesn't it just it really does. But then the worst thing is when they just like put a phrase on it that is just like not even a quote, and it's so bad. So like on my way home from the co-op, because obviously like I'm just going to the co-op all the time to get yeah. milk and various groceries, and on my like little journey back to my flat. There's this flat that's like on an end and um, you can see in the window and the window is like right on the level of like where right. you're walking yeah. and they have a light box like on the side and it just says holiday blues. Oh my God. No. <laughs> oh my God. I don't agree with it. What? No. Like that is so specific because like you like only they've been on holiday. Yes. Like and it, yes, it's a generalised, like, quote. Like, what else are they going to put? Just like, yeah, they'll, they'll be putting um, bloody, like, climate change next. <laughs> I would agree with that a lot more. Yeah. At least that kind of, like, has a what foot in reality. Like, cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, yeah, they're just saying things. That, yeah, that's shit. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I also agree that I don't agree with it. And I think you've, you, you've pinpointed the exact reason why they're so fucking horrid is that it implores people to put something that's like interesting on it but mm. when a lot of people can't think of anything interesting they just put shit things like mm. holiday blues yeah yeah um very good one very very good one thank you just and like also i will just need to uh return your light box i bought you for your birthday oh no <laughs> uh, awkward <laughs> are you joking Imagine. are you joking yes. okay i'm just checking if I bought you something as fucking stupid as a light box, if I thought that's what you wanted, please. Throw you out the window. <laughs> never send me a text again and eventually I'd send you one and it'd be at the, right at the beginning of a message. Yeah. Not, there'd be no other ones because we wouldn't be talking anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Phew. <sighs> Glad we got that off our chests. So you don't want to be hearing about anybody's holiday blues, but have you been listening to any blues music or anything similar? Please, Olivia, what's your track of the week? I'm honestly, I'm made for showbiz. <laughs> Get me a show now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not really been so prolific in my blues consumption mm, this week. I know week. blues is more like a summer vibe for you. Yeah, mm. typically. Um, did you hear um, in the world of country, I'm having a very country music vibe this week. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that um, did you hear that Lil Nas X um, won Song of the Year yeah. at the first Apple Music Awards? Yeah, I did. That's jolly, isn't and it? And it's correct. Mm. That is the song of the year. And also it was the Guardian's top pick for Song of the Year as well, which um, just goes to show that everybody has great taste for that banging song. Everyone's just heading to the Old Town Road. Everyone is on the Old Town Road. Yes. Um so you've not been listening to any blues or country, but what have you listened to? What is your track of the week? My track of the week this week is Body by Sid. It is a real sexy song. Oh, is it? Okay, what kind of vibe is it? I don't, I don't know Sid. It's like, 
ambient. Do you meditate to it? I could. Okay. Um, it's kind of like ambient R&B, okay. a bit sexy, a bit like, I don't know, like if you're just like drinking a lot of wine. Oh yeah. Is it like lyrics? Yeah, it's, yeah. Li- it, it's, li- it's lyrics. It's lyrics. Music and lyrics. Yeah, and it's real sexy lyrics. Oh my god. I'm get I'm thinking like a Miguel vibe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A yeah, bit yeah, of that yeah. vibe. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, Sid's cool. You should nice, yeah. do that. I would like to listen to this. Yeah, S Y D. Okay, cool. I will listen to it. That is my trailer. I'm very much into kind of like uh, I'm in a really really like ambient, like chilled out music music mood at the moment. You're just so chill these days. Yeah. You're so chill. So like these listening days. to loads of Blood Orange, listening to yeah, loads okay, yeah. of Steve Lacey, listening to okay, loads yeah. of um Sid, um listening to loads of the internet which like isn't as chill but like is a bit chill same vibe though in that same way yeah i know what you mean yeah. all those vibes okay yeah, yeah they're yeah, yeah. they're my main vibes your vibe at the so what are your main vibes right well my main vibe is uh, my track of the week is wake me by bleachers so bleachers off of jack antonoff that's like his actual like, yeah. outfit yeah um and i think wake me just came up I- i've listened to a bit of bleachers before but not loads um and wake me just came on like some sort of playlist at some point and um i just can't get enough of this week it's not like his other songs with bleachers which are like your classic indie poppy songs mm. this song is like sounds like it could be in like greece slash like out straight out of an archie comic that it's sounds like, amazing it's like really like you know like really like sort of 50s yeah swishery and it's just really fucking great and it's like all i can think of is beauty school dropout it's very that it's very that it's very like barbershop quartetty. yeah like and i really like that kind of vibe um and i've just listened to it like non-stop just like I don't know, just listening to it and oh, doing some daydreaming. It's get been great. It, get it on the playlist. I will. Do you know what? I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you um, have forgotten, we have our own Queer Longing um, Track of the Week we playlist. Do. So please subscribe to that and you can get all of our tracks in one place. I'm not sure how much of like a seamless playlist it will be for like a mood because it really does jump but you'll really get an insight into our personalities it's, it's, it's great if yes you get that which is you know more, what more could they're you just want? really good jumping off points and I the, think. yeah and they're also just like loads of great tracks and like sometimes you know you're just in the mood for like i want to hear a bunch of things and see what i like mm. and that is what we are giving to you yeah it's um it's a veritable musical soup it is the uh minestrone of spotify playlists exactly and I think it's about time that we catch up on one of the ladies that does feature on that playlist. It's time for none other than Celine Watch. So this week, Lucy, um, Celine has been on the blogs as she always Cla- is. Cl- classic Celine, I must say. Mm. Mm. Um, so the title of this week's Celine Dion article mm. is, are you ready for this? Mm. Celine Dion doesn't believe Rose could have saved Jack in the Titanic door scene. <laughs> Okay, right. What, please explain. What does she mean? So Celine Dion was recently on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. She was asked to weigh in on the door scene. <laughs> Fallon. <laughs> asked, People have been asking her for years. She just won't weigh in on the bloody door scene. Well, everyone asks everyone who's involved with Titanic about the door scene. And it goes on to like talk about how like pissed off James Cameron is about it. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. So it's like, it's a whole thing. So Fallon Did not asked, know it was a thing. Oh, really? No, I knew it was a thing, but mm. I didn't know that obviously this had happened. Mm. So um, Fallon asked asked Celine um, about it. And he was sort of saying that like, if Rose just scooted over a bit, she could have saved Jack's life. Like, do you agree with this? Right. And um, 
she just said oh like don't put me in trouble but like he sort of like pressed her for an answer and then she said first of all rose is maybe dead or totally frozen and she's not quite there okay dion said um (laughs) she joked that perhaps jack wouldn't even need an invitation to go lie next to rose but ultimately jack's body most likely was also in such a bad condition that it would have been impossible for him to get up on the raft and um yeah and then it goes on to talk about how annoyed james cameron is that he's always asked this question and that like if you spend all of your time focusing on this you're missing the point of the film and it is about like um death and love and romance and that like they just can't be together in the end and like does it really matter how that happens oh my god i mean yeah imagine being asked the same question over and over and people not getting to the actual point very annoying very annoying so i get where he's coming from poor uh james cameron i mean and it like yeah that because like it's it's storytelling it doesn't have to like it's not always the practical actual like most obvious solution to a thing in like a film or whatever but people love to do that zone in on like a on like a thing especially in a film where it's like uh could you not have just like not done that and then none of this would have happened and i think because like it was at a time when um movies were just like so so much bigger than they are now in the sense of like yes. there were sort of fewer and when there was like the big blockbusters like everyone watched them and you would buy them on dvd you would own them and you'd watch them over and over again it's not kind of like i can't think of many movies other than the holiday obviously um <laughs> that i watch over and over again anymore like yeah. in that same way no like yeah yeah for me it's only a couple of like christmas films really that i would like watch over and over yeah there's like a, yeah. few, a few like classic things yeah. but i wonder like are they classics because they kind of came out at that time when we did that and it's kind of like a symptom of that yes and you know there'd be really good movies that come out now but like would i be watching them over and over again yeah 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 i don't Um, know when do you think was the last time you watched titanic uh i don't know maybe like three or four years ago oh god that's quite recent yeah Yeah. like because it is just on all the time is it yeah like it is it's like a thing that's on at like the weekend or like around a time when itv4 maybe (laughs) i I feel like it is a thing it is a thing that's on maybe like channel four or something on like a sunday maybe um i I think i avoid it because of off of the big shit thing right which i've previously mentioned on this podcast yeah um scares me too much well anyway that's that's celine dion's um, celine yeah she's weighed in finally yeah it's a relatively diplomatic take but Mm. um ever the diplomat are celine yeah she's she's just back in rose and being like look rose is focusing on what she needs to focus on look you know she needs to do her leo was literally dead in the water and that's that yeah yeah (laughs) fair enough (laughs) fair enough so we hope that you enjoyed our incredibly uh, delirious state of mind, this podcast. And if, if you've got to this point, then well done. Well done, you. <laughs> We're very impressed and happy with you. Um, just a quick note that uh, if you are here and you are still listening, um, please go and vote tomorrow because it is election day tomorrow and you need to all get to the polls. So please do that. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so through all the normal channels. We are at Queer Longing on Instagram and Twitter. And we are queerlogging at gmail.com on the emails if you want to send us something a bit more formal. Um, or you can be formal in a DM, I don't mind. Don't mind a kind regards in a, in a, in a, in a DM, do you? No, warmest regards. Oh, oh yes. Kind wishes. Yeah. <laughs> As my little sister says, which is just nonsense, all best. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't know why she does it, but she's just started doing it. She's like, I don't know why I do it, all best. <laughs> <laughs> and I always rip her for it. So anyway, um, all best. And until next time, we'll be loving you, leaving you, and longing for you. Bye. Bye.
So I would also say just very quickly with light boxes that it almost makes you think like they're their own to uh to say you have no show i would just like to very smoothly segue into asking you what show would you like to go to what's your track of the week (laughs) what show would i like to go to (laughs) stop it this is our most delirious episode Um. Actually, it's not. We'd have more delirious, but this is yeah. Delirious. I thought we'd be like way more zen than this after our meditation. No, but it's just all—it's all a bit of a bunch of a cocktail. Um, mm. Right, shall I try again? One second.